This was rad. It's wholly rad. Way rad. Fully rad. To say that was gnarly. <laughs> How much room for pool is there? We own all the land. We've already made arrangements for relocating the cemetery. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, come on. I mean, that's sacrilegious, isn't it? Oh, don't worry about it. After all, it's not ancient tribal burial ground. It's just people. Besides, we've done it before. When? In 76. Right down there. And this was Rad Podcast, the podcast where two guys and a teenager watch 80s movies and tell you all about it. Uh, you're going to notice uh, this. we're going to have a running theme this month uh, starting in October, noted by our uh, opening theme song. Much improved, I think. I, I don't know. I kind of like the original. Like, as I was editing it, I'm like, oh, this is good, but I kind of like the original. I am Paul. I am Greg. I am Willow. Awesome. And this week, we're going to be, we uh, we went back to 1982, and uh, interestingly... Two great uh, things happened in 1982. Oh, what was the first? I was born. And, excellent. Um, yeah. And, and Poltergeist came out. That was pretty good, Yeah, too. yep. Poltergeist. Uh, interesting enough, Craig T. Nelson's first movie. I was going to say that um, I I remember him being in other movies around that era. Mm-hmm. But that 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 makes sense. I read that they wanted to do kind of a um, all unknown, yeah. and so killed it. By the way, Craig T. Nelson, he was great. He, he was, absolutely killed it. In this it was moment. actually interesting because I, I mean everybody remembers him from Coach. That's where I remember him. Yeah, yep. Yeah, um, because I never, that's I, you know, I didn't watch this movie until I was probably eight or nine. Um, yeah, I think it was I was a scary movie. Now, um, well, this this is one of those things we always talk about. There was no PG thirteen in nineteen eighty two, so uh, a nineteen eighty two PG. Is very different. However, they wanted it to be a rated R movie. Well, that's... and they talked it down because they said, "Well, we use the F word once, and we don't show boobs." And they and the MPP, MPAA was like, "Okay, we'll give you this one." Yeah, well, it, 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 the movie's actually a very good example of what PG thirteen, why, why it should have existed, yes. and why this yes. this is a prime example of should be PG thirteen. Yeah, absolutely. Because I remember as a kid seeing this and being like, "Oh, it's a video store. Oh, it's PG." Uh-huh. A very intense no, PG. Nope, nope. I remember my uh, my parents were very much like, okay, we're going to let you watch it, but you can't come in our bedroom afterward. And I oh, was like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'll be good. I'll handle it. Nope. My, uh, I'm pretty sure me and my, because I have two brothers, I believe uh, my youngest brother tapped out like five minutes in. Wow. Um, like That's really, you know, really. Cause they Because they, right at the beginning, you know, uh, we're going to get into it, so. Like, um, like when they just like show the clown at the edge of the bed doing nothing. <laughs> like, oh, I'm out. I can't take this. Uh, okay, well, why don't we start with that? What do we remember about this movie? Um, well, I remember. Wait, no, we have to do. If you've never seen this movie before, it's about a poltergeist. All right, now. Okay, I, I'm I'm glad. <laughs> so you always want to go last. I have no story this time. No story about I've this got, film. I've got no story either. This, All right. this might be a good one to get right into because. Honestly, All right, yeah, I, I okay. watched this as a, as a kid. I remember what I remember was Carol Ann in the TV. I remember her sitting in front of the TV quite a bit. I remember, and this is going to be an odd one. There's a little bit of a, I guess, story. The the swimming pool that that's dug up becomes filled with rain, and 
the one I remember is Craig T. Nelson going in there with Mr. Carolan. In my head, before I even watched the movie, for some reason I thought he got sucked into whatever hell or purgatory, and that scene was in hell. And he was and it wasn't mud, it was blood he was swimming in. I made this wow. movie worse way, in my head. Way more of, I want to see the hardcore all edited in this film. Yikes. I totally wait director's cut on this because when I watched it back, I'm like, oh, he, he's just swimming in mud. He's in mud. I that bad. That's not so bad. I I also remember they're here. I remember. Oh yeah, the classic. Yeah. Definitely. I remember the the clown. I remember. I did not remember that at all. I remember the. The, the whole thing at the end where he's like, you, you cheated! You just moved! <laughs> he's yelling at it. He's just screaming at and, and And without getting too in, into my notes here, yeah. I just remember going, why don't you save your family, Craig T. Nelson? <laughs> Isn't this important to yell at your boss? Your family's in trouble, Listen, man. We get it's a clear plot point, but maybe, maybe. Carol Ann should get the hell out of the house. Maybe you can wait five minutes. Just throw that out there, Craig T. Nelson. He's He's going to be there later. <laughs> yeah, he is. And if he's not, it's a bonus, really. Yeah, really, honestly. Uh, oh, yeah, man. And I, I remember um, the mom getting blown from the bed up the wall and onto the ceiling. Yeah, I didn't remember that. I remember I that very... for a few reasons, but chief among them being yeah, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure I got um, my dad explained to me how, oh, no, no, the camera and the room are rotated Funny, yeah. that's what the first like thing moves, he said. While she, while she moves up, yeah. and I thought, well, like, I knew that, that. That blew my mind when I was a kid. I thought that was like the, the coolest thing in the world, you know, like figuring out how to do a magic trick. Oh uh, no! After watching uh, Metallica's Unforgiven Two, I totally got over that, <laughs> oh, that whole yes. room room spinning thing. Uh, Willow, uh, we're gonna see the room spinning gag a few times yeah. this month. Yeah, we are. Uh, but first, uh, we're gonna start the movie, and uh, obviously, Greg and I, we do what do we remember? Willow. What did you think the movie was going to be about hearing the name Poltergeist? I have no idea what that meant because my vocabulary is like a second grader's. But I I'm going to interrupt you and say... I thought it was about a clown because of the cover of the new one. I got to say, I don't <laughs> think... I'm all for shaming people for not having a good vocabulary, but I don't think Poltergeist really is that common of a word. Unless you're like me and you thought... Sightings was like the greatest television show of the nineties. Hold on, but you have a you have wait. You're in eighth grade to start with, and and second you you read at like a tenth grade level. What do you mean <laughs> vocabulary wasn't up there? Oh, you just you and your I don't knows. Why don't you think about? Greg and I literally just spent six minutes describing the movie. You know the questions coming up. I didn't know. And what you it all meant. can maybe maybe next time. As soon as we tell you we're I watching thought it was a movie, about a clown. I want you to just write down gut reaction what you think the movie's going to be about. I write down what do what do I think I'm going to remember. I For instance, I thought it was going to so, be about a clown. If you told me we're going to watch The Fault in Our Stars, I would say I hope that's about astronauts because <laughs> I would too. I it, there's stars, there's faults, there's only one man that can save them. That's NASA's like, sending him. It's like space to fix those stars because yep. there's faults. They're going to erupt. Oh, it's going to be oh, space debris oh, everywhere. It's, it's going to be Arm awful. It's Armageddon for 2014. Yeah, that's kind of what I was I was going at. Because I yeah. do like to live my life based on the values in the film Armageddon. So. Mm, yeah, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan really sells me when he starts dancing on the table. Steve Buscemi. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a veritable who's who of 1990. Yeah. You know why I take this job? For the money. <laughs> 
Yep. As he's solving a Rubik's Cube, no less. Yes. And doing it correctly. Yes. That's the best part of the, about that scene. Okay. Anyway, so let's get in the movie. Willow, get ready to start commenting because we had some interesting comments as the, the movie I, went on. Um, so I told Greg as we started, I wanted to get right into the movie because the first thing I want to talk about is going to blow Willow's mind. Okay, then I will get the boring stuff that I always say out right at the beginning. Uh, directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, you may know him he from... directed it! Well, we can get into that. Um, it was more or less Steven Spielberg from what people yeah. say. But Toby Hooper you may recognize from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, and music by Jerry Goldsmith. Yes. Who you may know as the writer of the Star Trek The Next Generation theme. And basically... Oh basically scored our childhood. Jerry Goldsmith uh, did a ton, ton, ton. Him and John Williams, I was gonna if say, you stack them next to each other, you have like every big score so I was, that uh, came out of the so 80s reading and, some and 90s. Stuff, so reading some stuff, this is like one of three, I think it's three movies that John Williams did not score for Michael, uh, for, for, for Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So yeah, when I saw that, that was very interesting. And this, this was in Spielberg's producer phase like um it's the only film like, he produced no he produced gremlins he didn't direct that oh yeah he and he and he produced something oh he else. executive produces a lot of them maybe well maybe, maybe producers where he's actually hands-on yeah and he but he he did that he did be it producer executive yeah. produce gremlins we'll get to later. you guys are rambling yeah, well we this, are. Is the, this is why we're getting Hold out of the way because here we go yeah you know last let me tell you enemy mine or i'm yeah enemy mine we went a good 25 minutes before we even talked about the opening scene so we're, right. we're good at eight minutes yeah but I, I, i'm I, listening I the it word sounds like rambling put in front of a lot of things this episode oh, please space. please don't do that again <laughs> i can't handle we've got it. a well we got we got a ghost parade oh no i can't <laughs> handle it stop it let's get to the opening scene I can't. I'm already done with you two, because Willow, I can see it. I, I can see the twinkle the, in her eye. The wheels are turning in that 13 year old head. So right off the bat, the movie starts. Uh, camera panning in, and we hear the national anthem, which which opens the movie when the credits are playing. It's the national anthem. Which yes. I I initially wrote down because I don't remember everything about the movie. I I'm thought like, of why. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. You tell me your theory, and then we'll shock you with the real answer. I thought it was the only song that they could get that wasn't copyrighted. Not even close. I would also have accepted uh, this film is really about the Americans uh, and Native American relations. No, not again. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, no. That. Paul, lay it on us. Okay, so Willow, you don't know this, but before, what, mid-90s? I would say early, it was it was kind of times? before the rise of infomercials. That's right. and, and cable television yeah, is so, really what so kind late, of got rid of that. So maybe like 1990, late 88, 89. So before time, at the end of the day, can you can you tell this like the people in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? <laughs> 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 I can remember this. In the old time, there was the TV. <laughs> you need to remember. <laughs> so you remember. can tell the next gen. Oh, God. I can't even remember. I, yeah, too bad. Stop bringing that movie up. At the end of the day, right around midnight-ish, well, in this movie, it's definitely midnight, TV went off the air. TV ended. There was three channels, and at midnight, they went off the air. There was nothing. There was static for six hours, and at the end of the day, they played the national anthem and a video showing 
national monuments. And it was supposed to be this big rah-rah. And at the end, the very end, I think they cut it from this film, but somebody would come on and now the broadcast is over. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 I think it depended station by station, but um, but that was it. And that was know, the end of TV. And interestingly enough, okay. you see this in a lot of '80s horror films. See, that's that's today's "I don't care" attitude, right no, there. No, because we dealt with that earlier. We did. I swear, we no, talked about this briefly. In French class, there's this old TV, and we turned it on. We saw the only three channels, and they're all cut. Which? So where was on. this? In French class, you know oh, how our, we didn't talk about it. How our school oh, is like okay, a thousand no. years old, and it, actually, it's a hundred years old, like in two years. Okay. And so it has like those old box TVs that go staticky. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing playing, and our French teacher got to tell a good story on how people used to make broadcasts since all the channels on there were already cut. Ah, well, that's done. Well, yeah. Next scene. Okay. Uh, TV goes off the air. I I, then... I, I do want to say that you, you see this a lot in 80s horror films. You, the the uh, National actually, Anthem and Broadcast. Movies. Oh. It also happens. And, it's also and in, it was um, in Toy Story. One of my personal faves, Silver Bullet. Stephen King's Silver Bullet. That's a good movie. Which uh, also, I have a soft spot in my heart for that. And there was a special edition of that book that Bernie Wrightson illustrated. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, I'm done for the broadcast. Mine's I'm not blown. The, I'm done for the podcast. Uh, that was that this was rad. Been. Just watch the movie and I pretend really, we said some stuff. Honestly, I thought you were gonna be like TV went off the air, but then I'm like, oh, that's right. This is the generation that is. Oh, look, uh, that guy got killed on YouTube. You know. Oh, have you guys seen the fire challenge? Oh my God. <laughs> what is it? Oh God. People cover themselves like in hand sanitizer film? and then they light themselves on fire because hand sanitizer isn't lightable, so they think they're. Cur- um, protected, but then they get like third degree burns Isn't there a high because level of, the of heat. alcohol. Yes, it, it's actually almost one hundred percent alcohol and gelatin. That's the part people don't know, which is why them they're setting themselves on fire. Wait, are you are you promoting the culling of American youth through the fire challenge, Willow? <laughs> That's a little harsh. <laughs> the culling of the youth. Well, between the cinnamon challenge. Choking out half a nation. <laughs> and then there was the ice bucket challenge, which was responsible for who knows. Uh, well, there was at least an entire firefighting crew that died doing that. What? Yeah, they they, they uh, hit a power line and dumped a whole bunch of water on themselves and they all got electrocuted. And, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then who responded to it? Because the firefighters were down. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's one of those scenarios you don't think about. It's like, oh, oh okay. It's well, kind of like, who do you call if the police are corrupt? Well, there's no one to call. Okay. Mind blown. I did not know <laughs> Somebody's that. mind is being blown. So then, yeah, there's, there's static on the television. Uh, we uh, see a little dog. girl is talking to the TV. So Carol Ann, the little blonde girl, um, she's not even talking to the TV. She's like yelling. She's like <laughs> screaming. That's, that's, well, you know what? I can't hear you. It's one of those things that like, now that I have a kid, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. When the parents wake up and they're like, Caroline, what are you doing? I'm like, totally. I, I was just like you. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing, kid? Stop yelling. Go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give you anything. Go to bed. Do you want ice cream? I'll give you some ice cream. Just go to bed. Please. Or Midnight. just be quiet. And then, uh, yeah. And then it opens up to the scariest scene, a panoramic of suburban life. Oh, I was going to say... <laughs> The um the bedroom that they shared and how much money was probably wasted with all those Star Wars toys that they bought. Hold on, hold oh, on, boy, hold that on. Broke my heart. Oh, no. You're gonna get me through the whole episode because when we start, yes, the kid he has Star Wars bed sheets. He has a Darth Vader 
uh, figure holder. Yes, I had that. I had Me that too. Darth Vader figure holder. Yep. Uh, he's got all these figures. Willow's like, why is there a uh, why is there a horse on the back of his bed? I'm like, no, honey, that's a tauntaun. Yeah. Uh, a sweet tauntaun. And then he's got a he's Chewbacca got a jacket. jacket. He's got um, a Yoda like plush doll that yep. he sleeps with. Yep. He has an alien poster on he his does. wall, yep. which this I caught. Kid, this kid has the raddest room oh, no, for 1982. It was super rad. Like all the all the toys he had in the back. Um, all of it. I had so many of those. He's got a speak and say in the back. A speak and spell. A oh speak yeah. And spell. Oh yes. yeah. I wrote that down. I'm like, oh yeah, we used those in second grade. Like three years later, grade. he'd definitely have a my pet monster. Yes, he would have. Um, it just this kid's uh, something this kid's has Jeffrey the giraffe from Toys R Us on there. Oh man, he has That's something awesome. on there. And uh, he's um, got a couple Star Wars posters. He up has a there. Star Wars poster uh, and a Darth Vader poster. He has like like the, like a what looks like kind of like a reproduction of a theatrical one yes, sheet. That's what it looks from like. Star Wars. Uh, he's got the C three PO light cover. The yes, light for, the, for the light cover. switch. I noticed that. Like every time they would show something new in this movie, I was yeah. like, okay, that kid doesn't deserve that. Yeah, and and I don't know why you, he doesn't. I oh all, all I could do was was look at all that stuff, and I'd be like, if even if that stuff is in very good condition, all that stuff is worth. Sick money. The was, stuff from seventies and eighties is still worth. At money. one point, at one point, Carrie Ann starts chewing on Luke's legs. I'm oh, like, and I'm like, what are you oh, doing? Oh my gosh! It just went. It just went to. It just went to mediocre. It just went from very good. <laughs> Each tooth to average. is five dollars. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. Five dollars. Use the force, Luke. Get yourself out yeah, of there. Please. Five dollars. Like each brush. time she every every time she bit on it, that was like fifty bucks. Yeah. Oh, was, I said five. I was gonna say. Yeah, like five do five dollars per tooth. Oh, mark. okay. Okay, that makes sense. Keep up, kid. So anyway, yes, the sprawling suburban life. This is a classic Hooper trope yep. of the the true horror is the seedy underbelly mm-hmm. that is. Just out of view. Yep, just slacks and uh, and suit jackets all about. Tons of great shots of BMX bikes and some rad RC cars. Yes. Yeah. What? RC cars. But the guy who's driving the bike, he's riding his bicycle with the case of beer, and the oh, kids yeah, are yeah, driving yeah, yeah. their RC cars. I was like, hey, RC cars. Oh yeah, oh, that's nice. when the movie got scary. And then because all those why? kids were... he was drinking and driving. Well, no, because all the kids were playing outside behind him. Yeah, he leaves like half. Like half a six pack on the ground. Oh, it was more than half a six pack. Right, and then he runs in, and he's just—he's got three cans everywhere. just going, gushing everywhere, and he's just like, "No, I gotta watch the game. I gotta watch the game." Sport, How did that not get in someone's eye? What the hell, dude? How did it not get in anyone's eyes? Oh, it totally did. It got in everybody's eyes. Yeah. That's why the sixteen-year-old girl was that's, all, all upset because uh, beer sprang her face. That's what my—that's uh, my father would call alcohol abuse. <laughs> Zing. Uh, but. Before that, uh, we go into, uh, I think it's the older daughter's room, or or the living room or whatever, there's a dead bird, um, yes. which is very, like... The foreshadowing the of mind. the dead bird. Yeah, like the like the mind thing. Uh, by the way, the only thing that dies in this movie... Yeah, yeah, body count bird. of one bird. Yep. Um, <laughs> but the mom takes the bird, and then she's gonna... She's gonna flush she's it gonna down flush the toilet. It. I'm like... It's well, got that real clog? bones. That's gonna clog your toilet. Instant in a clog. You I flush a goldfish. You don't flush a bird. Yeah. Carrie Ann comes in. Oh, and that's it's like, why she offers to get her a fish so that next time she can actually flush it. <laughs> Maybe that's why she did that. <laughs> no, it couldn't be because she's replacing a beloved pet. It's because I don't want to ruin my septic system. <laughs> I flush this one. Well, next time. what an observation. Yeah, dynamite. 
so the kid, I think, saves their sewers because Carrie Ann comes in. She's like, cut. she doesn't scream or anything. She's just kind of got to look like, oh, that that's not good. Yeah. And the mom goes, okay. So they get a, a cigar box. They start packing it. Really yeah. put the bird in a cigar box? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a pretty good yeah, everybody size. Had c- everybody had cigar boxes in the 80s. You know, I that? had cigar boxes all down in my basement full of stuff, and neither of my parents smoked. I, my parents smoked, <laughs> but not cigars, not that I know of. But we always had them. I don't know where they came from. Anyway. Maybe they just handed them out once you got to suburbia. They were just like, oh, oh and here's your cigar yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah like a fruit box. Like a yeah, fruit, fruit basket. Fruit basket. Yep. And they start packing it. And then I wrote, uh, so Carrie Ann has a, has a severely good grip on death. For, for a kid that's five years old. Because she's like, well, here's a, here's a flower so it smells good. Yeah. And here's a blanket in case he gets cold. And it's like, kid, like, I couldn't have even had the forethought today to think like that. Yeah. And that dog they have, he's just waiting for that bird to be buried. Instantly. Licking his lips. Couldn't wait. Waiting. Yep. I'm getting some fried chicken, my friend. And And then then, uh, uh, immediately that bird is forgotten because (laughs) Carolyn gets a goldfish. So Immediately, right? Uh, We are moving through some of the beginning. So this is a long movie. I will say that. It's it's, it's just a shade under two hours. This movie does drag a bit. Some of it is exponential. in particular, I thought was kind of like... One last gag, really? Yeah, we're going to get to that um, for sure. But for now... uh, Oh, that kid also has a Rubik's Cube in his uh, his, his bedroom. We're just going to keep finding rad things every five seconds. So they show the kids getting ready for bed, and there is a terrifying clown that is sitting at the edge of that That, kid's bed. I wouldn't want that today. Now, hold on, hold on. Not only did somebody, A... Think this is a great gift for a child. <laughs> B, they said, you know where we have to put this? We have to get a chair. The end of the bed. Because and face it, so the light will hit it from from the the the, the window the window, and it will cause terrifying shadows. Even when I was a kid, if that, if there was like a, like a toy awesome. that my parents maybe thought was creepy, it was like this this will live in in the closet. Well, and you can pull it out in one, the morning. At one point, Willow goes, why do they have a giant clown? And I'm like, well, where else would children get a healthy sense of fear of clowns? I, I <laughs> don't It seems it. like it, it has to come from somewhere. It's probably this movie exactly. Because or maybe they need a cover. King's, Stephen King's It. No, but the, that's... Yeah, they the, needed a cover for the 2015 movie, so they thought... Hey, this looks creepy. So in 82, they said when we remake this movie in 22 years, yeah, we're going to make sure that we have a clown. Yeah. Well, the, I guess. it started filming probably before that, and then the release dates. It's probably a little more. If you're going to get nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very How, true. What though. kind of forethought, forethought do you think they would have had for that? Well, it's like thinking like when you're in middle school to what college you want to go to. It's forethought. Yeah. I don't think you understand how forethought works. Wow. Okay. So when uh, so when directing or writing a movie, always think, Yeah. what is the remake going to look like? Although, actually, today, that might actually make sense. One yeah. thing I did I did want to point out was mm. um, that there's a, there's a really funny gag in when they're watching sports where the TVs between two houses yeah, yeah, yeah. are next to each other. They start changing and channels. And when one changes one channel, it'll change the other one. Yeah. And they're all watching what I can only assume is Monday Night Football. Yes. And Monday Night? They they click 
over, suddenly it's Mr. Rogers, and there's a guy on the couch, and he goes, who the hell is this guy? Right. And I have to go, I feel like Mr. Rogers was pretty well known at that yeah, point. He started in the late 60s. But, but I mean, like, they were making fun of him on Saturday Night Live and stuff. Like, he, yeah. he wasn't exactly like it was an obscure reference. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Just no, felt, no, felt the I'm need totally to with you. No, you're right. I'm totally with you. And then what was actually interesting about that, one button clicker. One, yeah. That's all you needed. That's it. And apparently it knew which channel you wanted. Ghosts. Because it just kept going back. Oh, yeah. Ghosts. Ghost. No, stop. Ghosts. Ghost. Ghost clicker. No, no ghost remote. Ghost, ghost remote. No, no ghost remote. So they, you called it. Basically, they're setting. I'm so sorry. Who ghost TV? Setting this so whole thing sorry. up, where it's you know they're just a standard family. Craig T. Nelson is. I never quite got what his job was. He's a real estate guy. But he sells the real estate. I don't know if he was selling it because they were yeah. they were saying there was other stuff and they I, I don't know. It, I think he's something. building a house so, for himself and then making a, it's stuff a around scene, it. But there is a scene where they show he's him showing, showing the houses. House, yeah. And and his boss at one point says, "You're pulling in forty two percent of all sales." Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I, okay. There you go. Yeah. So he's selling the the sort of uh, you know. A makeshift suburban, uh, suburban everything mm. looks the same kind of area thing and this is kind of where the movie picks oh, yeah. up where where she says wait. where she wakes up again uh carol ann wakes up again at night well wait well, no wait a second wait hold on hold on you're I got missing this. Oh, yeah, the, I got they this. start building the swimming pool right uh, no, I got well, the swimming this. pool is getting in uh oh you've got this yeah okay well let me Let's just do it so the back. first night well after we see the clown you go right into the parents' bedroom. What? Where? They're smoking pot with the children in the house. Yeah, these are doped up fiends. I totally did not catch that when I was so, a kid because I was wa I was watching it nope. now and I was like, oh, those nope. guys, they're they're totally doing drugs. They're choking. Yep. There is a whole family that's high, which is why this is all happening to only them and no one else in the neighborhood that's over so this we burial ground. Theorizing. That is a very good theory. We started theorizing, which is completely destroyed by the Smoke fact that they got some of it on videotape. But yeah. okay. So, Smoke goes through the whole well, house. up to this point, we okay. started theorizing the parents are high because they're directly smoking, and then the yeah. second hand's getting into the kids, and they start hallucinating. But the daughter who keeps sleeping at the friend's house, she's always like, I don't know what's going on. Where'd my daughter, where'd my sister go? But she doesn't know, she's not really in on the ghost thing because she keeps, she's she's out of the house. Uh, That's like what it. we went through. Right up until uh, Carrie Ann got sucked into the closet. Yeah, and then. And then we were like, oh. We were wrong. We were wrong. <laughs> um, I feel like that would have been a better movie, though. You do, though, for uh, for those of you, for all you know, the young kids that I'm sure are listening to us, you, you do get to see how you had to interact with your friends in the 80s, which was hide a rotary phone <laughs> in your bed and hope your parents didn't open the door at the wrong yes. time. Yes, yeah. Um, so there's that. Rotary? It's yeah. a phone with the... With the, the dial. with the round dial, yeah, you didn't. You got it wasn't a touch tone phone, which is where you typed in the number. You had to move the dial in a circular fashion, one number at a time. Yeah, so you'd be like, oh, six, and then we go and so, we go back. So the way it works is, you would pull it, you would put your finger. There would be. I a, know a how ring. to use the circle you would, thing. And you'd, you'd the circle thing. You'd yes. rotate it clockwise. Yep. And the number of ticks that went back would tell the machine what number to dial. And then if you messed up one number, you had to start all over, which is a good thing we didn't have area codes back then. Yeah, holy moly. Right. Could you imagine getting up to, like, number eight? And then yeah. going, oh. It's just like. One. Um, yeah. Five. Zero. Eight. 
Oh, zero is the worst one because it went, it went it all, all the way, way back. Oh boy, yeah, the worst. Wouldn't it be ten? No, if it's it kind of like all the way around. Uh, it would be ten. Well, there are ten no, digits, zero ten through digits, nine. But zero is the number. There's not ten, and then yeah. you have to click the button to to release. But it. I thought this wasn't a touch tone. No, no, no. But there was With still a the cradle. cradle. So if the so if the you don't know what a cradle is, do you? No. So we we're jumping around. We go to the clown. We can say um, and speak now and spell. Speak and spell. Sorry. And now we get into now. This is where I, I kind of say the movie definitely picks up, um, like you were saying, because there's actually a storm going on, and yes. all the kids or the two youngest kids they start getting scared. Craig T. Nelson tries to calm them down, um, while you know while mom tries to come down a bit. Um, I'm surprised she didn't actually just start popping downers. Yeah, yeah. right. Let me get my quaaludes. Right. Um, he goes and he goes. He's counting the lightning. I thought it was the quietest storm I've ever heard in the first place. And then... Not quiet enough that my dog, who is terrified <laughs> of thunder, did not hear that from the kitchen and he immediately run over to me and, like, try to burrow behind me on the couch. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, get it together, Tompkins. So they... So they... Oh, you're actually talking the... about your real dog. No, yeah, no, I'm, no, that's, that's, that's not a joke. My dog <laughs> heard the thunder on the TV and, like, lost his mind. So I'm yelling. I'm, I'm dissing my dog like that SNL <laughs> We lost Willow. She's crying. I'm actually yelling at him because I know he listens. He's not fooling me. <laughs> so I'm saying, get it together. And no, I'm not going to buy you a thunder shirt. You're a dog. Dogs don't wear clothes. Does he have doggy iTunes? No, he, I don't know what he has. I'm sure there's some kind of pod joke we could make there. I, I don't know. Paw pod? Paw pod. An iPod? An iPod. There we go. He's See? got an iPod. I knew it was in Willow. there somewhere. Willow, he's got an iPod. PB. <laughs> That's our dog. Anyway. We need to go hide. So, so the kids end up in the bed with the, because of the lightning, and then the TV once again goes off the air, and then... Now this time this, you start this is where to she hear, says they're here. This well, is this is where she says. So just before that, you start to hear some voices, and they're coming from the TV, but they're all garbled. She goes up, she touches the TV, a smoke monster pops out. Yes. Cuts across the room. Very very Highlander esque special yeah, effects yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Do you and talk then, about any other movie but Highlander? Uh, I just mentioned a few other movies in no, this podcast. you mentioned it twice already. I said Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Thunderdome. That's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's the same you quality were, of movie. You were, you were so serious. You so fucking the same one. Yeah, uh, right? No, but no, no. No, Willow. Come on. Get it together, Willow. One had a sword. And the other didn't. The whole... Anyway. Two men enter, one man leave, versus there can be only one. I understand there's a little confusion there. Okay, yeah, okay. Anyway, parents, uh, the ghost comes out, the parents wake up, and then Carrie Ann says, they're here. Which, in the context of that scene, I don't know what she meant by that. Like, like I kind of get the feeling like the ghosts have always kind of been there, but not, like, are they just now really pissed off? Yeah, this this uh, was it was it because they were digging the swimming pool? Maybe it might be because all I, mean, I can say is ghosts. Uh, as uh, I'm not, I'm not letting you off the hook. Like I know you listen to this podcast, ghosts. And so, just like I did with my dog, get it together. What would you do if that family didn't have TV? How would you communicate? Oh, with oh them? I huh? have a, oh, I have a theory on this. This movie isn't about ghosts at all. 
It's about Gene Shalit, who we see in the TV at one uh, point. No, it's about no. an African versus German war. No, no. That, that, what are you talking <laughs> about? No. A Stop. new war that's coming. African <laughs> German war? I mean, this. Already are, they were already invaded with panzers. They don't need any more conflict. <laughs> Where did you hear about this new war that's coming? In my head. Just so you know, this an, tangent is your fault. I saw an ad for it in front of a YouTube video. Coming this holiday season, it's a war on Africa starring Germany. Really? <laughs> Maybe it's the African war on Germany. They cross all... You know what? They cross Greece. And I they... apologize, Germany. That was very presumptuous of me. I am... You the know Netherlands, what? Netherlands? They you just crossed no, them all? You got me dead to rights. That was... I'm... That was very racist. I'm very sorry. <laughs> you just assumed... I, no, you are... I'm... I am I am what a dog on ever... my back. I'm showing my stomach. I am totally wrong here. The Zulus here. have completely wiped out everybody else. Where do we go? Yep. The whitest nation we know. Well, you know, kudos for getting it together finally. Right? All of Africa, they've united. <laughs> that's that's a pretty tough move. So except for Chad. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. You know what? It, every every nation needs a every every continent needs a Switzerland. Yeah. So Chad, Chad's it. I guess you're them. Uh, well, it's because it's named after a guy who would look like he was German. Hmm. Yeah. Chad. Yeah, yeah makes a lot of Chatterton. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Chatterson. Well, we can get to the end as far as that goes. Uh, so, okay, so the, they come out, and now we kind of turn into ghosts doing ghost things. Now, this is where I actually felt like, because we've watched Paranormal Activity and, and some of the newer jump scare movies. Yes. But some yes. of the things that they do in this movie... Are are clearly, what inspired those because yeah, and they're they're done, they're done. This this movie, I was amazed at how funny this movie was. I I actually yeah. didn't remember. There's a lot of like comedy in the this gags movie. in this movie. Yeah, they're, and and they land. They don't feel out of place. Yeah, um, they're they're really really great. But they're yeah. There's there's also another part when they're digging up the swimming pool. You see them yeah. dig up the bird. The grave. Oh yeah, I yes. saw that. Yes, you see the cigar oh. box get dug up, and that's a that's another little nice foreshadowing mo- moment. Oh no, it's I a did very not quick see that. scene. I missed yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, um, that what I noticed cool. is uh, at the beginning, and I wrote "ghosts do not like silverware." I don't know why I wrote that. Oh, because they bent them at the table. The kid picks oh, up yes. his fork, and they're yes. all bent. So first they see that, and then I, ghost silverware. Un- unrelated. <laughs> Just saying. It would be ghostware. <laughs> ghostware. Yeah. Uh, completely unrelated to the ghost stuff, but. What the hell is with the, like this is a very progressive mom. She smokes pot. Yep. Uh three grown men whistle, wave, oh, and have... wink at their fifteen year old daughter and Who... she just gives one of those oh you guys. Oh, I, I yeah, I, I have written down, hey, it's fun to objectify women, isn't it? <laughs> and she does like this pseudo the girl does like a pseudo Macarena move. And then gives them And the then old, gives them gives which them the I thought old, was cool. The old something I don't know what you call it's, it and then the finger. I yeah. believe it's Brazilian F you, just saying. Like the fist between your elbow. I believe that's F I thought that was Brazilian. an Italian move. I feel like that was more Italian. No, I, you I know, I was it, always a big fan of the, the fingers so. under the chin, yeah, under the chin, and the then buzz you, off, you scrape it forward. I, was I don't like, know. Hey. <laughs> I always thought that was buzz off because you were like buzzing it. Yeah, up, but I guess that's <laughs> not. That's not I don't know. Yet. Yeah, if uh, I ever went to Italy and did that, maybe like a cop would just shoot me yeah, and they'd say, "No, they, no, no, he did the thing." Yeah, the policia for it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the policia. Uh, but yeah, the mob just kind of brushes us off, like and yeah. You know, oh, and all I can think is, oh, so, so yeah, oh, then, at this time I'm like, 
she's pot smoking and willing to give away her daughter. This is truly the free will in eighties. Oh, oh yeah. No, it, you it, know what it really is. And then the teamsters come in and they're just like eating food off the yeah, stove, yeah, no, like drinking don't... coffee. They literally take the spoon out of through the window. They stick their grimy hands in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on like, the it's ladle, on the stove. Like, Straight from the spoon that the whole family will have to use. <laughs> and dump it back in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That whole family now has herpes. Yep. Construction worker herpes. Yeah. About the same. Yeah. Yeah. If they're lucky, that's if all they have. Lucky, that's all they get. Yeah. Well, and they drinks out of her cup. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then. Oof. Oof. Yeah. No respect in this movie. None. The Free will in eighties. You called it. No. Oh, yes. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, Can't even blame this one on the ghost. There's a, another great scene where she she's complaining that the kids don't put the chairs back no, on the no, table. No. no, that's not. So I thought that at first, but when I rewatched that scene, she's in the kitchen. She's picked up. She goes into the kitchen, and then this happens a couple times in the scene. When she turns around, all of the chairs are spread out in a circle. Yeah, they're yeah they're all pulled away from the table. Which again, really for me, that was actually spooky. Like that act, that stuff actually scares me the ghost stuff the, really the gore stuff it, it kind of can freak me out oh the unknown how did that happen stuff that's the because that's the stuff that happens in your oh. real life you leave a room you come back something is not what you thought it was and then you start thinking oh there's a ghost that's the stuff no. that scares me the i most. thought it was just ocd thing so she us. pushes all the chairs in mm. turns and, to the kitchen again in one shot not broken or edited she goes to get some cleaning supplies and goes back, and all the chairs are like stacked very artfully yep. on the chair. So the ghosts are clearly art Man, that students. must have been like a two yeah, ghost job. Um, which would explain <laughs> yeah. why they have uh, both day and night to haunt. They don't have a real career. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, That's the, why they're so mad because nobody appreciates their yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. Guys, this is their about. career. Ghosting? Ghosting. Yeah. yeah. And they, there's that one artsy they, ghost. They, they, they the application process is a bitch. But once you get in, <laughs> it's like the union. You you're can't get fired. You can't get fired. You're in for ghost. life. You're in for the afterlife. <laughs> you're in for the there after forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we can't let you off. It makes us look weak. Ghosts disappear. This is their career. Good job, Willow. Uh, oh yeah, man. great, great practical effects throughout this film. Uh, there are a few that really do not hold up that we'll get to, but um, by and large, the the effects that they did were all like like uh, magnets and wires type things. Yeah, a lot of wires in this that, are just, that are just just solid, at. solid, solid. Yeah. Really, so right really after good. that, um, the chair she starts. Uh, Craig T. Nelson comes home. That's where he shows the house. He comes home just to give that setup shot. Uh, he comes home, and she starts showing him how the chairs are moving by themselves. Carrie Ann literally gets pulled across the Oh, room. yeah, put the child in, as the object. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sacrifice your kid. And all I could think is, when Craig T. Nelson comes in and she first starts telling him, no, 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 you got to watch the chair, he's got to be thinking, how much was left in the box when yeah. I left? yeah. Yeah. Because did she those, must have been going all day. Did those, did those teamsters in a gas main? Because she's been, <laughs> she must be blazing from noon to. And then when he saw it, he must have had a box during the work day. Yeah, right. I do like though that Smoking rather lunch. rather than the mom just being immediately terrified, she's kind of like, "Hey, this is a novel. Yeah. Ghosts are fun." Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, yeah, yeah. ghosts were. are a novelty. And this is back when ghosts pay dollar and watch. Yep. Yeah, pay a dollar. Yeah, it's just like a uh, carnival. So then, uh, so yeah, then then Killjoy Nelson over there is like, nobody, nobody goes in that kitchen. 
Kitchen's off limits that's for everybody. It. So, so then, so let's move on to where it actually jumps real to horror freaking eleven starts. Where, where as a parent, I see this film in a completely different light. hundred percent. Like, oh, his kid's gone, and they're like, there's, there's the scene where they're, you know, so, so the closet, the kids, kids are asleep. The tree grabs the little boy, right? That's the first thing that happens. I wrote, an ant starts to eat the children. Yeah. I would be scared too. I wish I had an axe. Yeah. Because the tree opens up and literally grabs the kid. And so at first, the kids are just screaming. The parents are like, oh, come on again. Listen, we got a blaze before midnight. Yeah. You know, the gremlins come out. They go to the door. They bust open the door. And two giant tree hands carry the little boy out of the room. Yes, clear, clearly carrying him out. Like, there's no other explanation. And all I could think was, oh, now I see that he also has a Star Wars poster. That bastard. <laughs> every time they show that kid's room, I caught another piece of Star every Wars. Every time stuff. they show the kid's room, I was like, this kid's room can't get any more rad. All, all he was missing was like, and, and to be honest, it's probably a little, little ahead of time, would be like a complete Voltron set. Yeah. yeah. And I think Voltron came yeah. later. Well, he didn't have the Ewok playset either. That was Ooh. disappointing. Well, you know why? Because it didn't come out till next year. Oh. 83 was Return of the Jedi, and this movie was 82. Well, that explains it. There you go. Uh, he probably on. got it next year. Oh, yeah, no, he got all the toys next year, I bet. Uh, so then there's a With giant... With that sweet, sweet hush money that they paid that family. So now... The, so little, the little boy is now... Being sucked into being a tree. eaten by a tree. Everyone is outside. Everyone except for Carrie Ann. She's inside. No one said, hey, smallest no. child, let's grab no, her. nothing. You no. know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this one slide, Willow, because... Um, if I saw a tree eating a family member, I don't think I would be paying attention to anything else that was going on. It does kind of seem like that I would be like, my thoughts, this is but... probably what I need to be focusing on right now. I wouldn't think, oh, it's the old, it's the old smash and grab, and I gotta be, I gotta be looking someplace else, because they're, they're pulling a looky-loo on me. <laughs> really? Even, what's going on. Right, the, even the older the sister couldn't doing, think. It's a classic grift move. <laughs> One hand, sees, yeah. one hand sees the tree while the other one's doing the real magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if, if this had gone on long enough, one of them would have brought a dog into a bar and said, <laughs> can you hold on to this dog while I go through a job interview? And then another guy comes in and goes, this dog's worth millions! And then the guy goes, oh, I didn't get, he comes back, I didn't get the what job! What happened to the dog in the end? And then they go, the bar goes, well, oh, yeah, he got we'll in the pay car. for this dog. <laughs> we'll sell it to this other guy who magically never comes back. Yep. Yeah. I would have so. loved that scene. Uh, but by the way, I'm also copywriting Ghost Grifters, so uh, that yeah, that's <sighs> nobody, nobody take that. Uh, ghost again. Yep. Anyway, so the yes. light. So now the closet has a has a giant light. Fun grifting. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's when you do it in that voice, Paul. <laughs> all I want to do is keep us on track. All I swear I that's all do. I want to do. I know a lawyer who can sort out this money problem. Just so you understand. Every time you people do this tangent, it's 20 minutes of my life I don't get back. I just love the idea that people are actually falling for the ghost grips. Some land in Florida. <laughs> I've won the lottery, but I can't catch this ticket. I don't live here. Oh, oh no. God! It's, 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 <laughs> 
I found this winning lottery ticket in a dryer. Sweet. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm out of grips. I'm out. That aren't very Are complicated. Sure? Oh, I know a million of them, but they're going to take like four or five minutes to oh, set up. So those are, the, those are the quick ones. Oh, okay, so this movie... Like I said, it, it it jumps to 11 because 12 is oh, coming later. Oh, does it? Uh, I mean, Yikes. Uh, so uh, the kid, uh, the girl, Carrie Ann, gets sucked into the closet, and now they're gone. Uh, this is another scene that I uh, that uh, my wife warned me about is because she was like, oh, Carrie Ann, where's Carrie Ann? And they do. They spend like five minutes looking for this chick, this little what, girl. What, and and they, 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 they save the kid from being eaten by the tree. And all I could think about, everyone's running around all over the place. And I'm just like, could somebody get this kid a towel? <laughs> well, He's just covered in like mud oh my goodness. bleeding. Well, so, right? This is actually like, even like today, this kid had like maybe a drop of blood like this big on his shirt. They made him go get a new shirt. But like, just really? in case, yeah. So... In this movie, it's that big. oh, by the way, this also starts the trend oh, that God. we're gonna see for '80s movies, where women or girls only need to wear shirt tops because True. the daughter is running around without yes. without pants. Oddly enough, no um, one is running with pants. No, that's true. There's a lot of pantsless and no in shoes. This movie. A lot of it. Ah, uh, not yet. So, but this is also the scene where Craig T. Nelson jumps in the pool because they think Carrie Ann had fallen that, in yes, there. Yes, yes. The, the, the mom had said something earlier that she was worried. Yes. That that yes, the girl would fall in the pool there. if it if before it was finished. Yeah. That's, that's so while the tree was eating them, Carrie yeah. Ann said, "I'm going to see how deep this really is," and jumped in. Couldn't they have just put a fence around that pool? Well, it was only a hole at that point. They really couldn't. Put a fence around a pole, oh, like the orange a plastic. Yeah. yeah, something. Even I have that buddy, caution buddy. tape. Free will and 80s. Free will and 80s. Everybody. What if she hey, fell out the window that was broken? Own. Yeah, most of okay. yeah, yeah. I bet you Guys. they didn't even have railings at the Grand, at the, at the Grand Canyon. If you fall down, she... you're doing us a favor, really. Because uh, we don't want She could have fallen out that broken said. open window. What? The, she could have fallen out the broken window into the she thing. She totally could have. Instead, she was sucked into the house. Now, oh, I, I do want to say that I think the film, when they finally figure out that they can kind of hear her voice from the television, they avoid a what would have been a terrible visual gag of her being like glad in the TV. I'm they, glad like, they did They sidestepped every potential crap gag, yeah. basically. No, it's where, just static, and you hear her. Yep. And they don't even... So here's the other thing. It's coming... Kind of from the TV, but they don't even like all like huddle and start hugging it. Like they kind of get that's her voice, but her embodiment is somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, which everyone, I thought was very clever. And I think, I think, I feel like this is how people would react. They yes. wouldn't. I don't think people would like lose their mind and scream. They'd kind of just process. They'd kind of sit down and process. what's going on. Yeah. So then we immediately cut. To uh, people processing, uh, smoke people smoking oh, like like smoking yeah. is going to be made illegal very soon, and it's clearly a, like a, like a parapsychology. Oh, I call them the not Wait. funny Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah, it's basically the Ghostbusters. Wait, so cops were there? They smelled the weed. Wasn't not illegal to have weed? No, they don't call the cops. In fact, they specifically say it, they do not call the. In cops. the next scene, when they talk to the parapsychologist, they actually say, "Yeah, we we haven't caught we we've only contacted you." And by the way, it's been like a week. Yeah. It's not even because Craig T. Nelson, he's got these giant bags under his eyes. Yeah. He looks haggard. So they 
kids go on. It's not even like the next day. They, I like how this movie goes. We're not even going to show you the mundane process. Like you said, processing of this. This is their life. How do they fix it? What's the next step? And it's and there, there actually is a great scene when he brings the or it's not a scene. There's a great little touch when they bring oh, the yeah. psychologists back. The, the little boy that they have, he's just playing like, oh yeah, yep. normal day, just oh. playing with an action figure, oh. running oh, around yeah. having fun. No neighbor like dinner. Like right. she's just like, nope. Uh, did you want uh, did you want croutons on your salad? Yeah, yeah, just whatever. And then no and then, neighbors noticed all these lights and flash and. Well, the and tree eating somebody. Yeah, you know yeah. something. Well, it's about suburbia. And you no know one thought to... the closer people get together, the further they actually are. They're only neighbors. No He's just thinking it's the TV's okay. loud. That's right. Touching the That's true. So I'm sorry. Well, go they ahead. went to the neighbors. Like, is anything freaky happening at your house? When oh, that's they, what the chair. Then they described what happened. And it's like. Did these people not call anyone to help these people? No, they totally smelled the old, uh, the old, the old wacky. And they tabacky. still didn't yeah. call the cops for having that. Yeah, Mary that. Jane floating in on uh, for, over the fence there. Yep. People would call the cops for that. I don't actually have any more nicknames for it. Uh, toke. Yep. Do you use toke? That's something you do. How do you know that? Because my friend accidentally spelled it wrong. She thought it was took. I'm using bunny ears for friend now. No, it was. Yeah. Was this friend really you, Willow? No. It better not be. It was in language arts. She genuinely thought that Took was spelled T O K E and not T O O K. So. Oh, like Peregrine. So the there's there's <laughs> a there is a great scene where that Craig T. Nelson is listening to the to, to the parapsychologists explaining what they what they've yeah. seen. Yep. And and one guy is like, oh, uh, I saw a car move. Over like with time lapse photography, over seven hours it moved yeah, yeah. like a foot. And Craig Tino's is just like, uh huh, yeah, right. Uh, no, no, yeah, no. He goes, uh-huh. just seven hours, huh? Uh, seven hours, huh? That's, and then he, he just is... opens the door, and stuff is literally just like in a vortex in the room, <laughs> just spinning around, <laughs> out of control. But he does that because he does it in the office before he gets to the when he does that. Uh, seven hours, yeah, huh? Seven hours. And I'm like, because he does look haggard. I'm like. That's when I was like, how long has it been? And then yeah. he, he, and then, he and then you can tell he's like, like a week. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 really? See nothing. Is really. that it? <laughs> yeah. Now, now the psychologists are in there and they start doing the ghost hunting thing. Wait, so if that's all they've um, seen, how do they have any experience or actual credit in this? Well, work? that's that. That's kind of the point. Is that even, even like the parapsychologists don't actually believe that it's a real haunting because the evidence is so in their face. Like if you hear them, they're like. Oh, they could be like sending a signal from a van down the street. And they're yep. like, uh, you know, some of this other stuff could be from all this. They're they're talking about. They're like, yeah, yeah. Basically, like everything that you hear, like, oh, it could be like pipes that are vibrating that cause this weird stuff. Which, which um, interestingly, if you watch not like Ghost Hunters, that show is a little bit more on land. When you watch some of like the real ones, like where they're really doing, like when they like the documentary style, they actually say they talk people out. Of going to the house because a it's really expensive and b nine times out of ten it's not what they think it is and they almost always explain the stuff out um so i thought that was like in 1982 again we haven't even like ghostbusters hasn't even been conceived yet right and they're already thinking that part through so it's really really interesting uh with that and so they get there the vortex happens now they set up all the cameras they go full ghost hunter setup yep um, and they start trying to to call to Carrie Ann, and that's when they find out that directly above them in the ceiling is the doorway from Purgatory. Yes, because a bunch of old old jewelry falls out. 
Yes, and and from different eras. They said yes. some of it's like a hundred years old, some of oh, it's, it's like, like four years yeah. old. Yeah, and um, there's a in in between that there are a couple of great scenes where one guy, one of the investigators, just goes, "I'm getting kind of hungry," and he uh he just opens their kitchen and pulls out a steak. Oh, oh no wait, respect. Wait, 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 no. Before that, before that, there's a light from the bedroom, and I want to make this point. There's a light from the bedroom. He goes up to check it out. You hear this devastatingly haunting growl. He comes back down and he's been bit. To which the woman investigator just, okay, you should stay here overnight. And he's just like, yep. okay, hell no. Yep. I just got bit by something unnatural. You got ghost I'm the bit. hell out of here. Yep. What if I what if I have some some ghost infection? No. I'm doing it. Yep, ghost Damn infection. it, you made me do it. <laughs> Ghost infection. Let me go get some ghost antibiotics. Damn it! Damn it! I did it to myself. As I was saying, and I knew I was gonna. Oh, you want some Tylenol for the pain? Ghost Tylenol. No, because this was 1982 when people thought Tylenol was full of cyanide. Yep, that I, actually happened. I need some oh. spirit antiseptic. There we go. <laughs> See, I'm it's like, funny. I, that voice. That voice is just fun to do. No. I hope it's fun to listen to because we've been doing that stuff. It's been going for a while. A uh, while. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop. Stop. So after a while, yeah. So the, the same guy who's been bit goes, "I'm getting kind of hungry." He takes out a raw. He was stick. he was eating Cheetos out of a bag, and he goes, "Hey, oh, I'm gonna go get." That's your product placement for the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Clear as day. But he goes, I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm going to get something to eat. And he just pulls out a raw steak and he and starts looking around for and like throws it on the pans. counter. Just. Yeah. This Hello? literally ghosts everything around here. Yeah. How well, do you know that's even clean? He just free will and 80s. Free will and 80s. Germ. Yeah. Fire will kill it. I'll burn. I'll and you burn. Don't know why. Germ, it's probably because in, in the early 80s, you cooked everything medium well or, or, or well. above. Yeah. Because that was when, yeah, yeah you're going to cook it to kill it. So that's what. Oh, and he's he he has a chicken drumstick he found in his mouth. <laughs> he found it in his mouth. You're right. You never see him pick it up. No, it's just, just there. Pulls out of the fridge and he's got it. And he's so he 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 looks over and the meat is starting to move in like a Crawl. crawling fashion, which is great, awesome, cool great gag. thing. And then it starts, know, like, it starts to like it starts to like spit itself out in the middle. It's yep. like. It's, it's Where is it weird. coming from? Because you never see it deflate at all. You just see stuff coming yeah, out it's of nowhere. <laughs> so he drops, he looks down, he drops chicken leg, he looks down, it just maggots all, all over it. it. Yep. He you know what? Ghost exto- exoplasm. He, you think of ectoplasm. Ecto. I don't know what exoplasm is. It's the stuff that's not. It's on the outside of ghosts? Oh, yeah. right. Exoplasm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I fell asleep through that, that ghost biology class. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I was a communications Should've major. Should have paid attention. <laughs> I said it would be on the midterm. Why didn't you take <laughs> ghost notes? No, what a ghost writer. Was a, a ghost writer. Um, so, and this this is a scene I remember terrifying me as a kid. And he, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a skull made out of cats I just, on my shirt I just in honor of our horror month. I just got awesome. that it was cats. My wife hates this shirt told me to throw it away and my daughter said don't throw that shirt away daddy i love that shirt that's I'm awesome with her. So, i'm with wait, her wait you wore that. that shirt like a few weeks ago yeah i, I only have two shirts i'm, no, no, I'm no. very poor that's what it is i've seen the shirt before i'd never realized it was cats really yeah 
So uh, the guy who's vomiting with Adam. the maggots and everything, he What's goes. What's your shirt? And he, he, he looks, and there's something weird in his face, and he starts ripping his face off. So this is <laughs> the one scene when I was a kid that terrified oh, me to death. It, and it doesn't I was actually, hold up. I was and afraid it, of the. I was afraid to watch this scene again because yeah. I thought it was going to be super, super graphic, and I was going to lose it again. But it's pretty graphic. But it, it's like the, the prosthetic that they built for the face. It almost not, looks like play doh. It looks really now, bad. Now, once they've but, ripped half of it off, all the skull and all it's that great. Totally creepy. It's again. great. It reminds me of that movie with the glasses and the black and white. That's what the oh, face reminded live. me of. Yeah, they live. Oh. Yeah. Good callback, Will. Nice callback. That's yes. a really good one. Well, I need to recover after the whole hill one. Highlander. Highlander. And, and Thunderdome mix-up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one to come back on. Good. Good move. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I have written down that does not hold up. And so yeah, uh, the not. ghosts know how to operate a camera, and they, they move the camera right mm-hmm. to the staircase where there's some kind of ghost parade. Where they all oh, come yeah. down and Wait. everyone's like, whoa! Yep. And they get it on tape, the whole yep. thing, the whole kitten. Now, control. they say, we're going to bring it to the lab. Yes. <laughs> lab or pawn shop? What? Oh, all the jewelry. She says we're going to have it go check oh. out. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. When we were, so Willow and I watched the movies together. That, that equipment some, in the 80s ain't paying for itself. And let me tell you, that stuff some, was crazy money. Sometimes we make gags to ourselves and we're like, oh, pawn shop, ghost jewelry. Ghost jewelry. Big market for that. Go ahead. Do you want pearls or sapphires? <laughs> it's going to take me some time to move it. It's going to sit on the shelf a while. I can offer you ten. It's like, it's like Pawn Stars. I'll have to call my expert in ghost jewelry. I know an expert. <laughs> Check back with me after this commercial break. Ghostry. I really thought I was going to get more for the pearls, but you know what? I walked away with 10, and I ca- I'm happy with that. <laughs> I can't believe you boss man's lying about them being fake. I love making money on others' misery. <laughs> misery That's all I see rules. in that show. Ghost pawn shop owners are very mean. I Oh, no, that was me doing an impression of an actual pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I totally yeah, missed that. that. Totally Bravo, totally. slow class. Thank you, thank you. No, Thank it's you. low clock. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of movie left, so we're gonna get start going through this a little bit. Um, so at this point, father wears a coward again. They so, show up. They 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 bring, and I always remember this woman's name, Zelda Rubenstein. So hold on, before that, because it is our opening clip. Oh, um, okay. The the Craig T. Nelson's boss takes him up to the hill. And Craig, and, Craig, well, Craig T. Nelson's boss is worried because he's been basically out of work for, for two week. weeks. Yeah, for and a he week keeps saying. It's the flu. It's the flu. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sick with the flu. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't show any signs of the flu. Yeah. He's looking pretty haggard. I um, mean, however, the it. kids, the two older kids are still going to school because the, the boss specifically pulls, says, oh, I think my kid goes to school with your youngest, and they haven't seen her in school. He's like, oh, yeah, she's got the flu, which I guess means the other two kids are just going to school. Yeah, yeah what I the guess. hell? I mean, no, there, there, there the is other, a point. The older one them, is with her friend. There is a point. They send the little boy and the dog off to the grandmother's house. Oh yes, they do. And they just send but, them off. But that's that's no quite a ways into the film. Yeah, really no um, adult with that kid. Just free hey, little ladies. Yeah, didn't you ever the... see Fresh Prince? Really? Did you ever see Stand by Me? Oh, just walking around. Just walking around. I bet this is why kids got kidnapped. Fifties, but you know, hey, whatever. 
Yeah. I bet that's why kids got kidnapped so often. Uh, kids kidnapped. still get kidnapped. Yeah. yeah, actually. But not as often. That's true. That's always that true. Enough. Fair enough. So Craig T. Nelson and, and his boss and his go boss. up to the to the hill, and the boss is like, "Hey, you know, we're, we're going to build up here because it's beautiful. You can look down on the valley." And Craig T. Nelson's like, "Well, uh, there's a, there's a there's graveyard, a, there's bro, a giant graveyard a right next to us." And, like, and, bro, look. And the guy goes, and the boss goes, "Oh, we're going to relocate him." And then Craig T. Nelson finally goes, "You built my house on a graveyard." Yeah, yeah. In in, in only the my says, house apparently. Oh, we're just going to relocate him. We've we've done it before. That's an interesting point too. And he says, "When?" And he goes, "Oh, back back in seventy six. And Craig T. Nelson suddenly puts it together like, oh, oh. We get it. Um, and now we go back, and that's when Zelda, very interesting Zelda game. Zelda Rubenstein, who, who popped <laughs> up routinely. She was in a lot of in, in the movies, 80s and 90s. In roles like this, very small, key parts, never like a starring right. kind of role. She's right. always just kind of Always kind out. of a weird, odd character. Yeah, um, I mean, she nails it in this movie. She, uh, this she's... is probably my favorite performance with her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, she was really good. Dynamite. But she shows up again, another exponential, or what do they have? Uh, a lot of talking. I forget what they call it. X something or other. Um, exposition. Exposition. Um, they do that like three or four times in this movie. And I get why they're trying. This is the first ghost movie that tries to explain ghosts. It's not just, here's a bunch of spooky crap. They're trying to say, this is what it is. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> but it, it gets to the point where it's like they could have cut out a good thirty minutes of this movie if they just sped that up by cutting it from a, a three paragraphs of dialogue to just one quick. This is what's going on. Get to the point. Right. Um, and, and Zelda does another one, but she totally believes. She totally feels the presence of the spirits, and then goes, "Okay, Wait, is that the I can cleanse that this house." Me? I need two tennis balls and a rope. Oh yeah. And, this, Which... and I basically remember this entire scene where they 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 write things on the tennis balls, yep. they throw them through one portal, it pops, it pops up down another, into the other one. It's very got all cool. The ectoplasm very cool all over scene. it. Uh, yeah, the ectoplasm scene. which again before it's the ghost rushes, or exoplasm. It's 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 ectoplasm. E C T O plasm. Endo Why do you think they named the Ecto One that yeah, Ghostbusters. in Ghostbusters? Oh, they say Ectoplasm Never like a hundred times. Ghostbusters can't hold me to that. Oh, 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 oh! We can because that movie should yeah. be shown to every every person. You've Never never seen it. that with me? I know I've watched it like a dozen times since we've been here. Well, it's on Why the list anyway. That? Ghostbusters one and two is on the list. So and so Zelda Rubenstein basically says, "Okay, the tennis balls make it all the way through. It's time to send." Well, first. This is one of those gags where I think you say that Lance, she goes, I'm going to go through. And then Craig T. Nelson's <laughs> like, no, 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 I should go. And she's like, but you've never done this. And he goes, have you ever done it? And she no, totally. That's, that's what the mom says. She totally the mom just hands says it, it over. Oh, the mom says, yes, have you yes. ever done this? And Zelda instantly goes, nope, you're right. You're yeah, you're right. You should go. <laughs> <laughs> you should go. Yeah. And, so and it's such great. a great gag. I actually I actually laughed at that. It was like, oh, that, that worked. It's great. So the mom. Uh, gets tied up. Oh, the mom, oh, Craig Nelson, yeah. jumps through. Long story short, um, I, she and, grabs Carol Ann. And by falls the way, through. I'm super, super glad they didn't show Purgatory. Yes, at all. it would. I was again, worried they were going giant to. missteps that yep. they avoided. No, nope. so great. It, we don't need to see what's in there. Nope. She gets the kid, comes out. 
awesome. It's it it it's. You know what you missed though? You missed something that really built built the suspense. Tour guides. Oh, what what did we miss? Go this way yeah. first. Would you? Okay. We've <laughs> conveniently put the exit by a gift shop. Ooh, oh, spend our, your money. Ooh. Our prices are. Ghostly. I was going to say out of this world. And now if you look to your left. <laughs> Damn it, you got me saying it. What we, were you going to say, Willow? We took Willow? your picture when you arrived. Just wait a week and a half for us to develop it because it's 1982. 20, only 20 ghost dollars for a copy of your own. It's based on the strength of the yen. The Japanese are eating us alive currently because it's 1982. Right, Toyotas are everywhere. What were you going to say? Yeah, say it well. Oh, I was going to say, she kind of built the suspense when she's like, this may break your beliefs as a human and as a Christian. You forgot that. Yeah, yeah. She Zelda nails it. No, she has she has like the best lines in this. Yeah, film. she really does. She, I mean, she's totally she's forgot good that. Call, uh, yeah, uh, those call. lines, those are really still gotta super, redeem super myself. <laughs> You're just trying to win points back. So uh, nice. the mom Duck ten plus three plus two. <laughs> the mom falls through the portal <laughs> with the rope with Carol Ann. Yeah, covered in ectoplasm. They yep. throw them in a tub. In the tub. Wash them up. They look great. Hey, everything. Zelda all set. literally says this house is clean. Yes. <laughs> now it is a a classic happy ending, which ah. I would have been okay with. If they ended it, they ended on a good point with the portal and everything else with that line. Even a little bit afterward, I'm okay with just, oh, they're getting their life back together. Instead, this movie takes a hard left. Yes, it does. And goes, no, we're not even close to done. No, because the the, the ghosts, they, they, they talk about this one specific presence that is like a very, very bad presence that, that kind of the had beast. It's Carol actually Ann, called the beast, the one that they kind of have Carol Ann like captive. Yeah. He is apparently, and I say he because I've seen the sequel, is very upset that uh, Carol Ann was taken out and uh, will not go quietly. And so the rest of this film is pretty crazy off the walls. So, so first, they're trying to move, reasonable, but one, they move everything. All the stuff out of the house before they start packing it, then move it into the truck. Yeah, yeah, they're packing outside. It's like they're, they're trying to go leaving. slow. But here's the thing. So, I don't know about you, but if the house ate my child, I would be in a hotel that night and forever. That house would be burnt to the ground. I would not be, I wouldn't, I couldn't even consider. Nope. I don't care what the little lady said. There's no way oh, yeah, I'm, no. I'm sleeping another night in that house. No, I would, I would. No hire way. someone to get my stuff. I'd say but I'm not setting figure, foot in this house. But you gotta figure they kind of look okay. The mom's got some rogue thing going with the uh, with the hair. Now, but, how did but that Craig happen? looks happy. They look kind of upbeat. Kid again. doesn't remember it. Thank goodness the kid doesn't need Which therapy. Which I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were well, very kids happy. Kids block trauma out left and right. Um, That's what they're again, designed to good do. Good ending. Oh my goodness. But no, Imagine how they much go therapy right back that into the house. Um, we see the kid. Uh, uh, the boy has a Han Solo light gun. Oh, yeah, the blaster. Thank you very much. We get SOB. it. You want his life. I want his life today. It's I want so to be awesome. eaten by a tree. <laughs> okay, not that part All right, of the Okay, Not where my sister is also taken from me. Taken but... by the beast. By Everything ghosts? else, though. Everything else is great. So, so they <laughs> yes. go back in. By ghost grifters. So the kids are in bed. The mom puts them to the bed. She decides, um, I'm going to dye my hair and take a full bath. I don't know. 
that now, sort of thing. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is this is very important to me. Oh, they said that she went gray. You know, she has these gray streaks. Yeah. Why did it go gray from the roots all the way to the tip? Wouldn't it go gray at the roots as it grew out? So in our next movie, it happens, it happens as well. again. I think that's just a trope that, that happens in horror I movies. I don't get shocked. Okay, because you know what? That's Steve, actually, no, like like I don't Stephen King books and stuff use that too from the eighties. Well, shock when your hair went shocking white. That was always a thing when you get so shocked, your hair goes white. It's How? always the whole thing. Never, never explained. Scientists they that listen to this. Explain the ghost, but don't explain. Slash, the ghost. my father-in-law is actually a doctor who doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> I want answers. Maybe this is the podcast that gets him hooked. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. So because he has nothing better to do with his life. Than to so proud. Hey, uh, we're we are giving A plus B plus. Hey, listen, we're doing well. We are giving it all. We're giving it our all. A for effort. Huzzah! USA. Uh, so. No uh, commies. So then... What else do they say in the 80s? I don't know. I don't know. The Another clown, thing tries to eat Tommy. So, so they're, the mother they're, takes a bath. The kids yeah. are in bed. And the kid is freaked out by the clown. Again. Where's the again. dad? Why have we not gotten rid of him? Where this? is the dad? He he actually said he was going to quit his job. Yeah. Yeah. He and, said, I have to go to the office to pick up some things, and then we're out of here the next day. Uh, and he said... Oh, he the said, next if, day. If the kids get tired, just let them sleep, yeah. and we'll we'll come back and grab them. Yeah, and so the kids are in their bed sleeping. Most of the stuff's packed up, but not that friggin' clown. First of all, half their crap gets sucked into the closet. Well, there's and then, that, and then it's all back. Man, on. easy packing for them, right? But no, Mr. Clown comes back, and then of course it rejects the clown. Oh, that's true. So yeah, what happens? Even there. the terrifying portal... ghost doesn't want well, it. Well, no, the portal wasn't open up. It's trying to open up behind the door, behind the closet door. That's what's going on, and then the clown comes to life. Well, you see a subtle light the on, along the bottom, but the kids can't see it because it's very, 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 very light. But you, it's to let the audience know the presence is still there. Now, the kid again scared of the clown. This time he doesn't approach the clown. He just tosses the Chewbacca jacket, to which I was like, dude. You respect uh, that jacket. Please. That's a chewy jacket. Uh, but uh. totally misses, which means he's never going to play for the Padres. No. Um, wait, wait. California. I'm guessing that's his team. So maybe, we'll maybe say the Angels, Dodgers, Lakers. No, Dodgers. May with the Dodgers. When did the Dodgers move? Sport ball people, right out on the. Face you are ball. asking the wrong guy. I don't know anything about bases ball. Anyway, he throws it. I made a. I just <laughs> made a Padres because okay. nobody knows the Padres anymore. Sure, that's embarrassing. Go Harlem Globetrotters! Yay, Gen then, Washington Generals. Another thing tries to eat Tommy. Like, does he have like high blood sugar? Or something? Oh, so the kid, the clown leaves and. At this point, if it were me, I would take my sister, I'd tell my mom to, to bug off, and I'd go sleep in the car. That would be because the clown is missing. Ghosts apparently very scared of cars. They don't want anything to do with those cars. Nope. So he starts checking under the bed, checks the first side, no clown. Checks the second side, no clown. Pops up, clown's clown. got him in a chokehold. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Uh, the girl starts uh, screaming, but... At the same time, the mother, who is now relaxing, sands pants, because oh, yeah. that's what you do. With a, a, a overly large uh, football, football jersey. jersey. Yep. Um, she Not starts, even pajama shorts? Um, really? Because it's been a few episodes, she starts to get ghost raped. <laughs> which is Really? I just thought she was getting blown up a wall. I don't know. At first, I kind of feel like it was... I was, I was worried it was going to get sketchy. And then she starts 
falling up the wall. It's funny how even Greg didn't even think of it yeah, that no, way. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's another classic 80s film that's huh. escaping me at the moment that's pretty much about ghost rape. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Which one is it? They, uh, they mentioned on IMDb. Why do you look at me for that? Yeah, Willow, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You've seen every yeah. 80s movie. You know what? Don't worry about it. Forget this me. I just really ghost wanted to... rape. Was it, Wait a second. Was it this go- is the one thing I can't say ghost in front of. Ghost kite runner. What? what was this is the real, one ghost you, thing I can't say. Oh, it was, really it was the accused him? with Jodie Foster. <laughs> I'm laughing. I was going to say good. Evil Dead, uh, but that was a tree. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll agree. And uh, circle gets a square. I think. Yeah. What? She starts rolling up the hill, uh, rolling up the house, yep. which yep. which which is the, the hill, room which rotating, is the, the rotating room, with which was the really stationary cool. camera. Which you know, he couldn't even right let me pretend to think that was real. Right off the bat, he's like, "That's just the room rolling, dear." I'm like, "Wow, okay, because okay, not that I assumed that, but thanks I for killing s- that immediately." I am sorry about that. Yeah, that's true. Like, if I did believe that, that'd be like uh, a real and now, killed. And then this moment. is when. And then this is when I say this, the the film skips 11 and goes to 12. Oh, yeah, it does it. Because it doesn't stop. From up. this point forward, the film does not stop. How does she get outside? Oh, she's trying to open the door and everything, like it's locked yep. or she gets like electrocuted. Yeah, or she's getting zapped she's getting and blown. blown away. She gets thrown down constantly. the stairs. So she winds up outside, falls into the pool, and that's when caskets start popping no. up. So first, right. she goes to the neighbor's house. Oh, no, she's screaming over she's the screaming fence. She's screaming over the fence. Help, 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 I've lost my pants. Yeah. Because now the neighbors are going to notice. Well, she doesn't have pants on. I mean, I would be a hero if, if that were the case. I'm just saying. I got to say, no pants. Probably going to get a little more help than if you have pants. Yeah, yeah, definitely than if you have. Anyway, she falls in the pool. Um, she starts screaming. And maybe this is where I got the hell thought from before, is bodies, skeletons Caskets start popping, are popping up. popping up, opening and... Skeletons are and, falling out, and now those are real skeletons. Yeah, I I read that it was cheaper to get actual skeletons than fake skeletons. That's awesome. And, and they didn't tell they her didn't, no, they until after the scene. Yep, which was hilarious to me. Which which was the right decision? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> because you don't want to tell somebody. Because she reacted fantastically. Oh, did she? Um, they pull her out. She didn't. She wanna, didn't. She didn't oh, go yeah. in there. She didn't want to go in there as an actress because there was so much light around it. She's yes, afraid she's yeah. going to get a little Oh, yeah. Cool. And then there are just those convenient stage lights hanging up, you know? Yep. Convenient. Know, Casual. Right? So she gets up. She leaves the neighbors outside. Like, I don't know what happened. They never appear again in the film. No, like, they're, they're, they're really not helping. They're they, there. They they're, get her out of the they, pool. They, yeah, and that's about it. She's screaming. She runs back into the house all muddy. I'm like, you're never going to be able to sell this with the mud. Oh, God, no. It's everywhere. Between the ectoplasm and the, the mud, mud, right? This is re- you're going to have to rip out those rugs. So, well, actually, in a, in a few minutes, um, it will make a difference. But yeah, I, vertigo. No, no. She runs back up to her kid's room, and there is a vertigo shot that is used to excellent effect. Yes. I hate the vertigo shot. It's absolute garbage. Never use it. There's been, like, two good uses of it in a film. Now, uh, a vertigo shot, Well, I can see the blank look in your face, is... I'm with you. This thing where it's a it's a very easy move to do. It's when you move the camera in, but you zoom out. And you get that weird thing where the background looks like it's moving in a oh, shot. Oh, in the hallway. So oh, yeah. She's running down the hallway, scene. and she's not really moving, but the hallway looks like it's just getting longer and longer yeah, and longer. Yeah, okay, I know what The vertigo about. shot's actually used... Yeah, in a very really well. Good as soon as it started method. happening, I was like, "This is a cool shot." It, no, it's, it's it's fantastic. It's it's used in a couple of other movies well. 
and then every other person that tries to use it is just a hack and really should not uh, use it. Any film school person, they'll throw that in there. No. It, yeah, um, it's awful. So it looks great. She runs to the end. She's trying to get the kids out. Now, this is when Craig T. Nelson shows up. He with, runs... with his boss. Yeah, no. Uh, he got home. His boss was, I think, following him or something like that. Because he's in a different car. Yeah, but, but I'm saying they arrived yeah, they, like in tandem. Almost. Oh. Yeah. So he runs in. Oh, what? what, Wait, what, what? I, I want to describe the scene. Okay, go. So he leaves the car unlocked and running. But he when he goes in to grab the family, he, of course, can't find the keys at this one moment. And then can't seem to open the door and then can't seem oh, to yeah. start it. He turns into like... Mr. I can't find my keys for the last Mr. 10 Bean. minutes. All of a sudden he's like, oh, where, where did I put my keys? Oh, now I'm in the... Now I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, so scared. I can't fathom how to put a key in a hole. Yeah. But there's a perfectly good running car so right is, behind you. This is where the comeuppance happens, where, where we're talking about in the, the film. Oh, yeah, 100%. yells at the boss, you cheated, you just moved the headstones. Yep. You know. No montage oh, is in this one. Because literally, no as, montage, he, as he's running through the... Um, all the caskets start popping, popping up, like, like in in the middle of the living room. Yeah. Which, by the way, and awesome. And all I could think of, amazing free casket. Uh, that's true. Free casket. That's, that's, you know how much a casket costs? That's true. It's far more than you'd think it should be. It's very that's expensive. True. You try um, to bury yourself in a cardboard box. They're not having tough. that. It's tough. Nope. You gotta nope. buy a casket. So, uh, why so, do they put pillows under you? You're dead. You don't care. Oh, it's th- no, that's that whole humanity afterlife. You know, it actually goes back to like the Egyptians. You got to make yourself wait. So, so when I die, happen. I should be like buried with my slaves. Oh no, no, I, I disagree, sir. Oh no, I really want to be burned. <laughs> you want to be oh Viking style? I like oh, it. oh, I was thinking regular cremation, but no, Willow. I want to be put on a boat and pushed down a river, and then you fire. You get to fire a an flaming arrow, arrow at me. At, at his boat, setting him on fire where he gets You're to not even mad about that, right? to Valhalla. <laughs> Look at that's a That's a good yes right there. On his, uh, hey, good thing I le- I'm learning yeah. how to shoot already. <laughs> nice. Awesome. So, so the, the mom get, saves the kids, nick of time. They all they run out, out. They get in the car. And the house just sucks itself I would, in. Which is a great I, scene. I would like to say great something. Um, sucks in the house. In the it also fills the dirt hole. Yes, it does. Oh, just in case. Yeah. Um, parodied um, in just so no one could get a free casket of horror I think on the Simpsons oh might have been I believe it was one of the first ones if not the first well it they'd hate that, these that ghosts they, they parodied this movie people. a lot in that it, it, th- this movie is, was parodied a lot in the 80s it's one of those things where you couldn't really parody it now but through the 80s up until the early 90s there were a uh, lot of poltergeist I really references. feel I, now that I've watched it again I 100% believe Paranormal Activity based its entire premise on this movie. Yeah, it's almost like they took all the interesting things out of this movie and then made a yeah, movie. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, if you, oh yeah, it's a fantastic movie. If people, if you haven't seen, ignore the rest. If you haven't seen uh, Paranormal Activity, uh, I will. You can do this experiment in your house. Stare at a chair for a half hour and then have somebody kick that chair over, and you've seen Paranormal Activity. We're so close to the end. A sick Trans Am pulls up to the front. <laughs> Yeah, where the daughter pops the out. The daughter Which, pops out. You're sleeping at your friend's house. Why? Now, How do you know? Way, and by the way, now the entire neighborhood's up to speed. Oh, now everyone's like, <laughs> caskets are popping out of the ground. You know why, Paul? They're thinking what I'm thinking. Free right. casket. <laughs> no, that's right. why the ghost covered it. Yeah, they're yeah. like, no oh. one. No one gets a free casket <laughs> no down one. there. That's bad. We have the lowest prices in town. <laughs> it's like a ghost mafia thing. 
Caskets, caskets, caskets. I would shop there. Dang it, you got me saying that. <laughs> so, uh. Those caskets! And uh, by the way, house when, devours itself. So, when the house gets devoured, you know what my first thought was? All that sweet, sweet Star, Star Wars, Wars merch. It's all gone. It's all gone. That, it was already gone in the closet. That's the most it was already gone. That is the horror of this movie. I'm just looking at them like, wait, oh my god, that was it's like not gone. Easily seven hundred to a thousand dollars worth of stuff <laughs> back then. Gone, dude. It's not in the hole. The moving truck has it, and who knows where the moving truck went? No, that stuff was still in his room. Nope, you nope. Chewbacca jacket. He threw it at the clown. He threw it at the clown. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, too bad. Your dreams are crushed. So, they're crushed, yeah. They're crushed. So, I like the end of this movie because now it shows, like, a real... Kind of like what the movie was showing. It. This is just what life is. They, they go get, to a they, Holiday Inn. Yep. And there's a great scene. They're all, like... They look like they've the been through a war. They, yep, yep. <laughs> they, Mom still has our pants. Yep. Yep, they get into the they get into the Holiday Inn. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an outside shot of them walking into yep. the Holiday Inn. Then the door opens back up again, and they take the TV out of the room, yep. close the door, and that's the end of the movie. And by the way... Uh, One so that, last gag. So that sets up for my theory of this movie. It's it's not actually a movie about ghosts and paranormal activity. It's a dialogue on America's growing fascination with television and how it is literally sucking the life out of people. You know, I actually had similar thoughts that a lot of this revolved around TV, how it's always on. There's a TV Craig in every T. room. Nelson is constantly doing something while he's watching television. Yeah, the first half of this movie, there's a TV in the kitchen, yeah. every bedroom. Yeah, it's, it's becoming like okay. a ubiquity, uh, uh, kind of like a, this, this ubiquitous presence yep. in Guys, the American life. I agree. Let's let the people choose. Whole family high... <laughs> oh, too a, much. a multiple choice. We're putting on the on the on the all Facebook right, page. All right. Okay. I'm what are they? Okay. What is this movie really about? Making is it about note. making a note? Okay. Everyone high, and then there's also the um too much television, and then Everyone there's the African German War. <laughs> the African German War. Many TVs. Three. Native what American relations? What is this? What I'm putting down. Okay, what is the true subtext of this movie? Is it about? Is it about? Is it about families growing up after the '70s in pot? Is it about America's growing fascination with television, or the African-German War, or Native American relations? Because that's that's a that's pretty, you know that's the fourth we'll option. That. Yeah, we'll fourth definitely throw option. that in. German African War. No, the growing. 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 Yes. Oh, not Willow, that is fantastic. A, not to be confused with another 80s uh, phrase, uh, global thermal nuclear war. Anywho, uh, so, Paul, we've yes. said it. We've made it to the end, and God knows how long we've been running. Yeah. Hour and a half, maybe? Yeah, the the podcast keeps getting a little bit longer, and I think that's okay, because we're just being I'm more, okay with that. Yeah. This is a long movie, though. Ghosts love 90-minute podcasts. I do. We're going to score very high <laughs> on, on the ghost on ghosts. Go, 90 minutes yeah. are be haunted. Time works different here in our field. Phyllis like needs a job. I can get us an hour if I cut out all that stuff. You know what? No. Phyllis needs a job. Okay, what were you saying? Because I know what Paul, you were saying. Paul, was it rad? Was this rad? Wasn't rad to, to young Paul. Uh, this movie was horrifying. Young Star Wars this obsessed movie, Paul. I, I, I Star Wars was just a movie. It, I never got the merch thing. As a kid, it was a horrifying movie. As an adult, 
this movie is still all 100% rad. No, it was horrifying to you because all the Star Wars stuff all gone. That's why it was horrifying. Oh, maybe that's why I cried. Yeah. And not because the guy peeled his face apart. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's totally what it was. <laughs> I will I will agree with you 100%. I loved this movie as a kid. Yeah. Holds up 100%. It does. 100%. It really, really does. I mean, there, there, there are a few special effects things that are just not going to yeah. hold up. You're not going to yeah. get away from that. Yeah, definitely. This movie... A hundred percent holds up. This no. is one of the greatest horror movies to come out of the nineteen eighties. It's a it's a solid movie and it's a great horror. Movie. Now they remade this, and Willow, we want we'll get to your opinion, but real quick, they did remake this movie, and I didn't even know they did. This is how really? bad the remake has to be because I've only seen it when I went looking for this movie and saw Poltergeist two thousand fifteen. Yeah, I believe this one. The ghosts had the power to disappear from theaters in a single weekend. They they must have. Normally, we've said it a couple times, a remake would be kind of interesting. This one, I don't want them to touch. Yeah, no, this because is perfect. This is perfect. As bad as, the, as bad as some of the special effects are, I don't think you can reproduce this story. Nope. Uh, Willow, that being said, is this movie rad to Willow? You know, it went on a bit too long, but after all the ghostly adventures... It's pretty rad, I guess. Okay, three for three. Hold up, before we go on, because you did this with the enemy mind. Is the movie rad? Not the podcast. The podcast is always no, going to be rad. I, the movie was too long. But do you think the movie itself long, is rad? Would you long, watch this movie again? Long, long is fine. The movies don't need to be perfect. I'm just curious if you're like, you know what? Overall, this movie was pretty. Would rad. you watch it again? Would you tell people about it? Is it rad? It's rad, but I wouldn't really watch it again. That's fine. Okay, that's, that's fine. Cool. Okay. This Judge is the a, movie, not the, not the funny things you and Greg can't seem to get away from. This isn't, this was totally rewatchable. This is totally rewatchable. No. Oh my goodness, did you hear that? I said spacism in a ghostly form. No, no. That's a rabbit hole. We cannot go We're going to have to go back and listen to that because we're done. Um, we're so, we're, we're Okay, so we'll wrap up. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank uh, Paul for doing all the editing. You for the Facebook thank, page? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll take Facebook, those things, we're starting to get back on. Even though I completely That's okay. fell off the wagon on we're that We're picking up on it. Um, Haven't seen it yet, but I bet it's good. We're on Reddit now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 What? Uh, we are technically on Twitter, but we don't post anything because we're still new. I think I hooked our Twitter and Facebook, so if we post something on Facebook, it auto-posts to Twitter. Ooh, sweet deal. Yeah. No, okay. that's, not, that's just lazy. <laughs> good enough for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, you can find us on iTunes. So um, a big thing with iTunes is, you know, we keep asking people to go rating. I haven't seen that yet, but that's okay, people. Cause oh, there's I'll one, rate there's it four one, stars. Re- there's one review. There's one fantastic review. Um, I'll rate anything, it four stars if you want. But if anything, Five if you could go to uh, whatever <laughs> podcasting thing you're pulling from, whether it's on Android or iTunes directly, hit the subscribe button. That's also good. Um, because the more people subscribe to it, the higher it gets rated when new episodes come out. We're not going to have a big rating. But no one's rating but it. But we're new. We're new. So. But no one's rating it. Don't bring us down. This is your livelihood, too. So, Paul, continuing down this dark, dark road oh. of horror oh. from the 1980s. We've got some iconicism. What is the next film we're doing? Oh, uh, we don't live on Elm Street, but we will be watching a Nightmare on one. Uh, we watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. I think it's going to be a doozy. There's only one way to find out. Listen next week, folks. I am Paul. I am Greg. And I'm Willow.
Bye.